0: This is Subject to Change, a podcast from 90.7 WNCU exploring changes taking place in the city of Durham. Last week, our producer Shania Hayes looked into the state of small businesses and how they've been affected by pandemic lockdowns. Go to our website at WNCU.org and take a listen if you haven't had the chance. It's a well-reported and deeply personal story. I think you'll like it. Today, we begin a two-part series exploring how the college experience in Durham has changed, both since COVID-19 and in the decade since the recession of 2008. Our producer and host, Shemai Cook, will take it from here. Welcome to Subject to Change
1: with Caleb Williams and Cameron Cardrin. Right. Like yeah. That. Okay. All right. Uh, welcome to Subject to Change, fellas. How we doing? I'm doing good, yeah.
2: man. How about yourself?
1: Uh, I, I'm doing great. Appreciate your time here. First of all, you, these two these two um guys are siblings. Caleb is actually my roommate, a great roommate, <laughs> right? Um, here at um NCCU, North Carolina. Uh, uh, Central University, go Eagles, Eagle Pride, Amplified. And um, Cameron, where do you go? You're um, his big brother. Where do you go? Yeah, Tell us so where
2: you go. I actually graduated from the University of North Carolina at Pembroke uh, in 2021. And I'm currently uh, back there getting my master's. So I'll have my master's degree uh, December 2022.
1: 20, Can we start with you, Cameron? Can you talk about, like, your experience? You went to college through the pandemic, mm-hmm. right? Can you talk about your experience how like your your experience was like no other through the pandemic. How how did you handle college?
2: Talk yeah, so that. um uh first and foremost, like I said, thank you for having us up here. Uh it was a really challenging experience for us. Uh I mean, we can go from having fun uh on spring break. I was in Miami. That was my first time being in Miami. And next thing you know, um I'm, I was a, a student athlete. So next thing you know, the coaches are telling you like, "Hey, You know, uh, we're not going to have practice next week. And then next thing you know, uh, you're getting emails from the school telling you, like, hey, you guys can't come back, Uh, get all your stuff and, you know, kind of head home. So it was a pretty scary time. Nobody really knew what was going on. Nobody really knew what to do. Um, But one thing I can say positive that came out of it uh, it taught a lot of people, including myself, perseverance, Um, knowing how to adjust the situations, uh, knowing how to be resilient and just trusting in God that uh, things would come out all right
1: oh uh, okay so you so t- you say you were an athlete, right? so can you talk about how like the following year, how did that like change your you know your film wise in the locker room with the coaches like how did that change your lifestyle as a- af- a student athlete
2: yeah, so um a lot of things uh, happened uh through like zoom uh meetings uh weren't the same, you know, having to wear a mask, having to be six feet apart from everybody uh it's a different feel. Uh, football, for me, um, one of the biggest things that's always been fun was like that human interaction, being able to look at somebody, being able to talk to them, um, being able to joke. So just it's just not the same uh, having to meet uh, with people and not being able to see them. Like Some guys, they might do something like a different, like a body gesture or something you might laugh or some guy might fall asleep in the back of the meeting room, but you won't be able to see that uh, through Zoom. They could just cut their camera off or something like that. But um, even from the way we had to travel, uh, can't sit two people to a bus. You have to spread people out on the bus. Um, Can't sit too close in the locker room. Couldn't even use the locker room at one point. So it was very challenging, man. Like I said, it really taught uh, people how to persevere and how to be resilient.
1: All right, Caleb, you. Uh, Talk about you're a second-generation student, right? This is your first year of college. Explain your experience thus far
3: um, well, so far I say my experience has been really good, but kind of difficult at times because I will say one thing getting used to is you know, walking around your high school campus, you're already in the building, the walk in is air conditioned, all of that. But one thing I tell you is this heat out here is it really gets to you, especially walking with like 15 to 11 minutes to class sometimes. So, I'll really say that that part, that aspect, I mean. It's not such a big outline on college, I say, but it's it's a big difference, I say for sure. Um, but other than that, I've really been enjoying my time here at Central. A lot of people they're very f- friendly around here. Um, I say it's not easy to build connections, especially with me, because I've never been the outgoing type. Just the kind of person to go out there and just talk to people, really get to know people, but. Really coming out here, people make me feel comfortable, and they make you feel like you're in a situation where you can talk to people, where you can like as, uh, associate yourself around people to really be better and really get somewhere with this stuff. So yeah, I really
0: like college so far.
1: I have my co-host uh, Cole or Charco uh, ask you some questions too. Go ahead, Cole. All right.
0: Yeah. So thanks so much for joining us today, y'all. Thank you um, for having us. us. I want to know what what do you think. You know, from growing up and hearing about college, hearing about what it's going to be like, you know, I think a lot of us had an idealized version of that. And then obviously you come to school and, um, tell us which years you came in and when COVID, you know, and lockdowns kind of changed that for you and Mm -hmm. whether, you know, did, is college living up to kind of what you thought? How, how is it different? So for me,
2: um, it was college was a really different experience for me because I went to a um a smaller school, uh, University of North Carolina at Pembroke. So um if you know about that school, um it's predominantly Native American. So hearing when most people hear that they're like pretty shocked because you you don't really hear uh, a school being predominantly Native American that much. But um so in that aspect it was very different. Um got to experience a lot of uh different things culturally. Um, The school is one of the most diverse in the South. That's one thing they hang their hat on. So for me in that aspect, it was very different. Um, Me going into college, I was big football. All I thought about was football, 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 football. And, of course, my grades. Um, I was big on my grades. So in the aspect of just college, we grew up in Greenville, so that's where ECU is. And that's a big party school. So for me, the thought of college was parties because ecu halloween if you know about ecu halloween is they're flipping the buses and all that (laughs) stuff so that's kind of like what my ass that's what i thought college was going to be college was going to be but um for me i really um came out of it realizing that the biggest thing about college is making connections and life is more about um who you know and the more people you know the better off you'll be in life so i think that was the biggest thing that um, i took away from college and the biggest change for me um from thinking that going to be party 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 and instead it was going to be more about building connections and networking. But um that all shifted uh like you said the uh, the change for when covid came in um it really shifted because the networking the we have a passport program where you have to like have these Wednesday conversations with different professors and different students in the business building that and like that human interaction kind of went away because zoom and every not too many people are really showing up anymore and um the professors can't really push it as much as they wanted to because people could use different excuses for saying like hey i'm not comfortable getting on zoom or this that and the fourth so it really hindered it a lot um like i said it, it was very troubling times because um college was going so well and then next thing you know you just get a curveball like that so yeah, it was really uh, difficult
1: uh caleb so you you went to um we were in high school right in right. during covid right i think it was our sophomore year yeah. sophomore year yeah yeah uh did you, like, expect high school to be somewhat, somewhat like college because of the the pandemic?
3: Um, okay. Well, for one, I'm going to be honest. I really, when the pandemic was going on, I really didn't see too many in-person interactions even going on again for quite some time because of the way they were putting it as if, like, you know, this, this is something you really can't cure. It's just, like, it's just there. <laughs> so, like, I mean, I kind of expected, um... Mm, I can't say I really nah, I know nowhere near expect high school to be the same as college because when I was walking around high school, it's like you already know those people. So it's kind of you're already in a comfort zone where it's like I've been knowing these people since I'm growing up, especially in Greenville from our hometown. It's a really small area. So when I came to high school, everybody that was there already knew. So coming into college, I knew it was going to be different because I know now I'm stepping into this field where. I might know a couple of people that went with me from high school to Central, but now I'm in this whole new field where there's people from Connecticut, there's people from uh, Washington, Maryland, Texas, anywhere. Like, so I feel like that aspect of it was very different for me. And again, saying because I'm not that kind of person to really be outgoing, but I do have the kind of personality to really get out there. I feel like I feel like, um, yeah, that that transition was it was it was really fun. I didn't. I didn't really have any troubles too far yet.
1: Your brother talked about Zoom. <laughs> what about your experience with Zoom <laughs> and, and Google Meet and you know the on a Googler Smuggler?
3: <laughs> yeah, my Zoom meetings. I say when I was in high school and we were real Zoom heavy. I say especially with my generation, I I go ahead and say it, I call this real lazy. Because a lot of people nowadays will use any excuse possible to not get on Zoom, and I will say I fell victim a couple of times. I had my Zoom calls. I had Netflix in the background, not really paying attention, but it paid dividends in the in the long run. And it we're all we're,
1: we're all we're all victims of that. <laughs>
3: we're all victims, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's that's really all I can say is like you could tell just by my gen or our generation how. Zoom really put a toll on us as far as talking, communicating wise, because when I came to my store, it was you could tell like we haven't been used to talking to other people outside of social media or anything just because of the simple fact I could go up to somebody and we'll try to have that normal conversation like we used to before COVID came around. But it's like, what do I say next after that? And I feel like that really changed the whole college aspect from high school because when I was in high school, I could go up to anybody, honestly, because I just knew them. So it's like, let's go ahead and have that conversation. Coming now, trying to have a conversation with somebody, you're trying to find those perks and interests in people. So I feel like, yeah, that's a, that's that's
1: fun, especially with the, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cameron, talk about talk about your your experience now. You're in grad school. How was like? How's that experience now? with uh with your experience back then uh where you know the the pandemic actually really started how how has grad school changed
2: the college life so um one thing I am thankful for about being a student athlete uh was the time management that you had to be able to create and kind of come into that fast so um being a grad student like I have to work <laughs> and uh <laughs> it's different working 40 hours and uh you know having to go to uh get online and get on a meeting with other people who've been at work they've got kids I have a dog who's barking in the <laughs> background you know so for that that's that's tough but that that perseverance and that resiliency and just knowing like that there's a end goal and there's something that you want to achieve at the end of the day um that's what keeps me going so uh I am thankful for the pandemic and the aspect that it you know it's taught me so many different things about myself and the things that i need to know in life and the things that you know i think that kind of builds your character as a person i think uh i'm thankful for those things uh, of the pandemic and that's how uh it's helped me become a better grad student Uh,
0: uh, something shemai was talking about is the difference between you know being a first generation college student versus a second generation college Mm -hmm. student and how the experience really can be different in terms of you know, the support you have, the institutional knowledge you kind of get from relatives. Mm-hmm. I wonder if y'all can, how has that played out for you?
3: Uh, well, me personally, I'm just going to speak on this a little bit because like I do have my brother here. He's been throughout college, um, my mother as well. And I say having those people that went through it and I'm not saying just like they went through it just to be there, but they actually had to go to get out of it. It feels really good being that second generation. You can have somebody to go on, go to and that already had that experience and already been through what you're going through and they can kind of guide you help you in a better route for you to just get your work done help you with time management help you with just um going about just daily things and I feel like that's is real important for me as a second generational student because I mean I know for my brother at least it wasn't too much of I mean my mother of course but like As far as when it goes to like him actually having to reach out to somebody far as like, oh, man, like how this college stuff works. Like, I feel like I really am appreciative that they already been through it. So now I can just go to them. It's like a resource. That's why even when I feel like connections are important through family and without family, because you never realize how much you can really just get from somebody just because of the experiences they've been through and how much you can really build off it. So I feel like that's a really good thing to have as a second-generation student.
2: Yeah, just to kind of piggyback off of what he said, um, being able to have a mother that's a college graduate, I think, is a major thing for us, especially as African-Americans. There's not too many people who can say that um, they have a family member or even a parent who's um, graduated from college and have a bachelor's degree, and that's pursuing their master's. And um, once I get my master's in December, I will, uh laugh at my mom because she's taking uh I don't even know how long. She she still hasn't got her masters yet and I'll have mine first. So um I do think that's uh big for us. Um I think that's something that we can hang our hat on uh once Caleb uh finishes here, you know, um to say like, hey, we have three college graduates in our family now, you know, that's 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 gonna be big for us and that's gonna be something that we can um show our kids and tell our kids like, hey, who knows, Caleb might um go get his masters and who knows, I might get bored in the next two years and try to pursue a PhD. So, um, I think that's really big for us, especially um being African Americans. So, um I'm pursuing a masters of business administration in uh business analytics. Okay. Okay,
1: that's that's
2: good. I don't really know uh Caleb's roommate too much besides our first interaction, but man, I'm proud of you, you know, keep keep doing this. Uh this is really cool and um Make sure you guys just stay focused and stick with this stuff. Uh, It's really important that you guys, um, you know, just remain focused. College is going to be hard. It's going to be tough. So, you know, rely on each other. Um, Keep this tight connection. Uh, If you guys ever need anything, like I said, I'm 45 minutes away. It's not that bad of a drive. So, yeah, man, if y'all need me, I'm here.
0: You know, how do you think – Finding friends and finding that, like, support system and community has changed compared to, like, you know, I'm I'm sure you all have older friends, you know, who went to college years ago, you know, before there were all these lockdowns and Zoom and everything (laughs) else. So, like... You know what do you think has changed in that and how do you build how do you build that that support system that that group of friends like the social
1: the social perspective
0: yeah, yeah so um that's right yeah.
2: i definitely think uh that's a really good question because now i feel like uh, social media plays such a big part in this and that is i think it's a lot harder for people to make friends and make those connections because everybody's so tied up in what they think is cool and mm-hmm. what's in at the moment so I think it's definitely tougher to make friends now than maybe um, when my mom was in school. They kind of went with the flow and, you know, they didn't really care too much about what other people think. But now um, everybody has a phone. Everybody can see what's trending. And so they feel like that's more important. So I think it's a lot harder now to make connections and make those friends than it was back then. Yeah, and
3: I want to add to that because I will say nowadays with trends and all that good stuff going on, people really just make friends with who they want that they can feel like can fit in with them. Because nowadays people, they'll look at some... uh, Because I'm real big on fashion. I like to dress up and whatnot. But, like, I know... got that from me. Yeah, got it from him for sure. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah. So, like, I know, like, nowadays it's like um, so-and-so may not be rocking the latest brand designer than that person has. So now it's more like a social outcast i'll say it's like now people have their own groups so it's harder to just come in and just make friends as easy as it used to be because people are so entitled to what they have or what they're wearing or how much of this they have so it really plays a big role and people might not realize it because it's just a materialistic thing and that's how people think of it. It's like, oh, it's just materialistic things. People won't really be that big on it or anything. But you'll be surprised. You'll go up to somebody and they'll start joking on you nowadays about you not having not wearing designer and not wearing Nike. And to me personally, it's really not that deep. But yeah, I feel like that really plays a big part now in talking to people and really trying to make connections and friends. Another thing that really uh, that I can say for myself is that back when I don't really know because I was born in 2004 so I don't know how they communicated back then for real but I mean I know now. Facebook was
1: just invented.
3: Yeah that's what I'm you, saying.
1: You were born in, in a different era. Yeah
3: I was, I, was, I was blessed into this social media world I guess but, um, but I know for sure I mean at least now people just have a certain standard to themselves where they can't hang out with certain people because of what they do or how they look even and I feel like that's crazy because I don't feel like that's really should be a big deciding factor on you know who you make friends with and who you play your roles with but I feel like yeah that's that's really a big role that plays into making friends nowadays just how people look at you and what you're wearing
2: yeah but um I think one thing that um you guys will see as you guys get older that that doesn't go away even Mm -hmm. when you guys are looking for jobs or just trying to do volunteer work or certain things of that nature Like the way you look, the way you dress, all that stuff It really does matter um, Unfortunately, some certain things shouldn't matter The way you have your hair, if you have locks, if yeah. you don't um, Certain people are going to judge you and think one way of you But until you open your mouth and they hear how you talk And they hear how intelligent you are, you know It'll really change their mind But I think that's one of the unfortunate things about today's society Yeah
1: Why do you think that it's targeted towards black men? Why do you think that's targeted towards black men? Like how we are viewed versus how we dress and how we present ourselves.
2: Um, I mean that's a really good question, and I feel like if one person had the answer for it, then you know we wouldn't be really sorry. we wouldn't really um have to ask that question. I think that's just something that we'll never know. That's just um like it's an unfortunate thing that we don't really have an answer to that question. There's no like concrete answer to the question. It's unfortunate, and I think that. For me, it's not something I say I enjoy, but I do um, like when I jump on an interview and um, people see me because they see the first thing they see is my resume. And then when I they, when I cut my camera on, to get on these meetings talking about Zoom, doing interviews through Zoom. Who would ever thought that would be a thing? But when they uh, cut the camera on and they see me and they hear me talk and they hear about these different experiences, they're blown away and they can't they can't do anything about it because I am who I say I am. So. I think one thing that we can do is continue to do what's right and continue to do what we know um, we should do. And there's nothing that anyone can say to us, despite our skin color, despite the way we look. There's nothing that they can do.
1: So you talk about the like um, the interview process, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So when people look at your resume, so do you feel that that um, Caleb might have that issue? because of his you know his 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 image because of even with the education that he has if he pursues a master degree or a doctorate or something like that
2: definitely I think um one thing you guys will see um even if it's not an interview just going different places as you guys get older if people look at you a certain way but just speaking as far as the interview process um, sometimes people will see uh, where you went to school and they won't—they won't even look at your application anymore. Um, especially uh, in the business world, uh, me being a finance major uh, in my undergraduate studies, there were times where I'm trying to get internships with people from Harvard, people from Columbia, people from all of these—you know—these major schools. There would be plenty of times where I get on a seminar and these people are saying where they went to school, and I say University of North Carolina at Pembroke most people haven't heard of that school and then they see your skin color and it's well we have this kid here from harvard you know so that's that's going to be tough for you guys so i think that's why it's important for you guys to uh, excel in school because um we're already uh, at a disadvantage so we have to set ourselves up uh, that much more just to kind of be in a level playing field
0: i wanted to go back to you know, Shamaya, I want to hear how how are you finding making friends? It seems like you got a fair amount of social networking, <laughs> social friend group stuff going on. Is that is that right?
1: My experience here here at North Carolina Central is like it's better than I thought it would be, because coming from a little state, the little state of Connecticut, and a little town of Bloomfield, Connecticut, uh, I was kind of nervous coming here. You know, I was kind of nervous, but in the, you know, I'm in the field of broadcasting mass communications. I'm a mass communications uh, student, and I I stepped out into my comfort zone, you know. And I was raised like that to, like, be outspoken, be very, uh, be very you know, outgoing and different because first day, Caleb could tell you this. I, I, I wear suits every day. So first yeah. day I was like, Oh, I gotta I gotta figure out what I wanna wear like, <laughs> fly <who, who>, guy. <laughs> who 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 am I trying to impress? You're like you know, and like by that the doors has opened. I'm I uh I I have gotten an internship here, you know, with you Cole and with the station, um here and with um, the show and then with the school WNCU, all you um, and that. I got my own radio show as a freshman. So I <laughs> didn't, you know, it's like, it's kind of unreal. And I'm kind of grateful that I was raised to speak your mind and uh, to not be afraid because most, most people my age are afraid to advocate for themselves. And especially with my color of my skin. No one's going to spoon feed me anything. So Mm -hmm. I need to advocate for myself. I need to go about business that the average person is not going to have to do. So that's why I feel like, in in Central is all about that, and that's why I love it here. It's a great HBCU, um, and... I think college is gonna be great. I know this book is gonna to to be a pain in the neck,
0: <laughs> but I'm excited. It's gonna be it's gonna help me in the long run. Caleb, there's the there's the suit approach to making friends and then what's kind of what's <laughs> kind of your approach been and also like How is it different in the the age of Zoom? You know, does everyone even go to class in person? Like, where do you make friends?
3: Um, All right, so my main way of making friends is my personality. I'm a type of person. I like to joke. I like to have fun. I like to play around. So really, most of the connections I've built so far at Central has been because people just know me as that funny guy to just lay back, chill, you know. So that, but um, as far as changing from the era of, the Zoom era to in-class, uh, too much really hasn't changed. There's still people that won't show up to class regardless. It's like they know they Believe have to
1: Believe me, be you. There. Yes. it's <laughs> this, this supposed to be a class of 122 students. That's what I'm saying. And only, uh, like, 30 students show up. That's, yeah. and that's blasphemous. So,
3: and, and then on top of that, when you're coming to school, like, you're paying for school now. There is no, you're going to high school and you're just going to class. Like, you're paying. I'm... <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to disclose how much, but it, it, it's up there for me to be Some going to school right now. 100. That's, yeah, that's I'm what I'm saying. saying. And like it it really hasn't changed much. But most of my connections I've built so far, uh, it really came from that first week when I got out here. Um, I really just got out my comfort zone, like I said, because I'm not that kind of person just be going out. But being in this new environment, for one, I already got to, you know, figure my way around. So let me go ahead while I'm at it. Just talk to people and. Uh, my connections I really I really had to put my big boy pants on I'm gonna say because man I'm not I I I have a little bit of anxiety so when it comes to talking to people and approaching people especially now and I've like I knew I wanted to make friends so it was like every time I get closer to that person I'm like okay all right let me go ahead build it up so I can get this conversation going so I mean um it's been great though I've been loving it um connections it it hasn't been as hard as I put it in my mind because I feel like before I came out here I was like I already had that thought in my mind like I know some people just gonna be already in their ways they like I'm I'm just focusing on myself I don't really want school like you know all that extra stuff so I was like I mean I know some people might you know be a little extra about it but you know, it's been it's been good so far. It's been pretty. I'm not gonna say easy, but it's been it's been a it's been an experience, and I've been loving it so far. So,
1: there's there's three things that bring fe- people together: food, mm-hmm. music, sports. And
3: we got them all here. And
1: here at, <laughs>
3: oh, go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> here
1: at Central, there's all of that. All the, of them. The food, the fried chicken Wednesday, <laughs> and then and then. The, the music is it, it, it's, it's great we got DJ Smoke and <laughs> all these DJs here and then the sports we got the Aggie U Classic coming mm-hmm. up and then it's just I love it's, it's like it's the experience thus far is one to remember and I feel that there's more to come and mm-hmm. then with with you being like a, a good like roommate to Caleb and God. um is like a good friend i feel like it makes the experience much easier yeah
3: even even when it came to um time to move i was i still i was still nervous i was like all right i've i've texted i've me you've texted before i was like but this is like gonna be our first time meeting And, and i say like throughout this whole entire experience i i got the best roommate in this whole entire campus i mean there's there's stuff that We'll do for each other that I think he's my brother for, like my blood brother. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, yeah, I, yeah, making him being here is making it a lot better because with him being the outgoing person I, uh, he is and me being with the personality of wanting to light in moods, it just goes hand in hand. And I really, I'm, I'm enjoying
1: it. <laughs> it's like PB and J. I'm the jelly because I'm allergic to peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're listening to Subject to Change. I'm Shemai Cook. Thank you for listening. That's it for this episode of Subject to Change. We're exploring even more about how the college experience has changed since the pandemic and in recent decades in next week's episode, part two of the college experience in Durham. Subject to Change is a production of 90.7 FM WNCU at North Carolina Central University's Department of Mass Communications. We make the show with funding from the North Carolina Local News Lab Fund. Our theme music is by Joshua Mickens. Special thanks to Al Dawson for engineering help. Shmai Cook produced this episode. I'm Coldell Charco, the show's executive producer. The general manager of 90.7 WNCU is Lakeisha S. Freeman. Thanks for listening.